All right, welcome to It Gets No Rough. I'm here with Alex. This is Alex Jones. I'm here with my brother, Greg Sims. Yeah. It's our first podcast. Today's topic is sports and politics. Is there a platform for today? I don't think so, but one of the reasons why we do this podcast is because we're going to teach the country how to have a civil discourse, how to agree to disagree, and still love one another. Because that's respectful. Be respectful. Respect on this. Put thing. some respect on that, right? <laughs> okay, so here we go. Greg says there is a platform for it. Yes, it is. How you figure? Because it's where everybody's going to be congregated at one time to receive a message, and that's the, the main reason for the delivery. Like, if he would one of the things that really bothers me about um, how people say you shouldn't do something here, you shouldn't do something there, you shouldn't protest here. When and where is the proper time to protest? If you protest in front of a police station, everybody gets arrested and gets on the news, and now everybody looks like a villain. If you protest it and you block traffic, you ruin somebody else's day or somebody couldn't get to work. Anything that you do obtrusive to someone, they take offense to it. And that's the main reason for a protest, to uh, disturb what's going on, to bring awareness to the situation that you're protesting about. But there are certain types of um, protests. There are protests... There are places you can't protest and places you cannot protest. Where can't you protest? I'm, it, like you said, you can't protest. Like, we can't protest right here in the middle of the street if it's blocking traffic. That's yes. obstructing people's way to getting, you know, what they need to get to. I think there's a law against that, isn't there? I don't know if there's a law against that, but, you know, they marched across the bridge in Selma, and I'm sure there was traffic that was going across that bridge that day, and that was means for a protest. Ah, here we go. Okay, so we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But uh, get off your phone. But um, we're talking about sports. How do you see a platform for making your political statement in sports? Why do you need to make a political statement in sports? Who cares if you got a political statement in sports? Who cares? I don't care what LeBron thinks about what's going on in China or his thoughts on police police brutality. I don't. You know why I don't? Because he's better off being a basketball player. To me. Are, are, are these athletes just athletes, or are they humans? Are they They're humans, people? too. They're people. Opinions? Exactly. So is it wrong for someone to want to voice their opinion about something that they find discomfort It's with? not wrong at all. But my 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 take on it is that if you're going to voice your opinion, um, wear your own brand. So you can't be a spokesperson for the Los Angeles Lakers on your political opinions. You can't. Because you rep, because you're representing the Los Angeles Lakers, and that might not be their their stance. But then they always separate themselves. You know, the views of this person don't necessarily uh, represent the Los Angeles Lakers or the Knicks or whoever. So the, the companies are quick to disassociate with them themselves with things like that, and That's still true. allow the player to say what he wants. The NBA's been doing a good job of it by allowing players the platform and the voice to say what they feel is wrong in society before basketball games when the gentleman got killed in new york eric garner Mm -hmm. you know many of the nba teams wore shirts that said i can't breathe that would never go on in the nfl or major league baseball because those old school ways of thinking are ingrinded and entrenched in there where it's like it said why would you want to do it here and the nba is evolving into what america and the world is becoming so they know People want to say something. If I go on my, let's say I got an Instagram Instagram account and I'm a professional athlete and I want to protest um, uh, seals, 
being beaten on the on the beaches or on the shore stuff like that yeah that's great but the only people that are really going to know about my protest are the ones that follow me and right. the ones that follow me are people that are in agreement with me correct so it's a, like a whole bunch of yes men i need to protest to the people that do not agree with me so that they can open their eyes and see it's not exactly how they think it is there are wrongs being done in america and nothing being done about it so the best place to do it is where everybody in america is watching and what does everybody in america do on a sunday they watch football what do they do at 7 30 at night during the week they watch basketball they watch hockey they, they watch sports so you're going to get the eyes of the nation on your protest is what the main reason for you protesting is about i i, I disagree because well okay i understand what you're saying but why why do you need the staples center the american airlines arena Madison Square Garden to be your pet, but you're not there to do that. You're there to play basketball. Why you're there you, to play football. You you're there to play because nobody cares for you to do both. I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay, we could take a poll today and ask people how many of you tune in to NBA TV or MLB TV or the NFL, the Red Zone Network, to see what what a, a football player's stance is on politics. We don't care. Nobody cares. We don't care. We want to see a football game. We don't care what you think about nothing in politics. Because it's just, because there's no platform for it. The reason they do it, and the, like you just said, you named great venues, Madison Square Garden. Exactly. So they're taking advantage of it. Exactly. And they're being hypocrites. They're, hip, they're being hypocrites. True story. So we talked about LeBron James. We said about um, the stance that he took with Colin Kaepernick about kneeling and about uh, police brutality against black people in America, which nobody can deny that it happens. We're not saying that it doesn't happen. But at the same time, when people in China are trying to fight for freedom of voice, their opinion about freedom of seeing something they're doing wrong, he ain't got nothing to say? Or he, he, he ain't taking that strongest stance in China as he did here in America? No, it's Is he, it because he's black? Because they don't have the freedom of speech that they do in China. And they're fighting America. for freedom of speech, right. which he's a proponent of freedom of speech here in this country who supported Colin Kaepernick 100% about it. But now, when you're messing with his money in China in a basketball game, it's humana, humana, humana. I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to play basketball. That's being hypocritical. No, look, now he's just following the, the agenda of the NBA. Now he's following it. But before, he was one of the people having a shirt talking about I can't breathe. But that's in America. Okay, so what's the difference? Is freedom only for Americans? There's freedom of speech in America. There's no freedom of speech in, in China. But he's an American who has the right to freedom of speech. But he was in China at the time where all this was going down. He wasn't in America. He was on Chinese soil. Okay, so, so since he's been back, has he said anything about that in China? No, because no. the guys embarrassed him so much he don't have nothing else to say. No, because he was wrong and he's a hypocrite. That's my point. And anybody who does stuff like that is a hypocrite. I still love you, but you're a hypocrite. Yeah, you could be a hypocrite. I can't sit here and disagree with that, you know. Like you, like we were talking about earlier, Colin was kneeling, and a lot of people were kneeling, and that's something that you don't even see in the NFL. You don't see it no more. It was a, it was like a fad. Now nobody kneels anymore in the NFL, or if they do, they don't show them on, on TV doing it, whatever. I don't know, but I don't even know if they came up with a law about that or a rule. I think, it, I think they, came, the NFL came up with an unwritten rule that they don't want their players to kneel before the, uh, the Star Spangled Banner. 
because of all the backlash that the NFL took and the ratings are dropping and, and even the president. And this is what I'm saying. The president chiming in because a person is doing something political, that's a great thing for for, for your for your um for your stance. If the president chimes in? Yeah, because now you got all eyes. The, now the, the most powerful man in the world, supposedly, mm-hmm. is saying something about what you're doing. So now he's bringing even more attention to it, which is what you're really trying to do with any type of protest. Bring as much attention to it as you can. Uh, receive and give as much information as you possibly can. And then let the public decide. That's the form of a protest. It's not for me. Pro think change starts with an individual and then it grows like a, a tree growing as sowing roots and having many branches and many leaves to create more seeds. And as long as people are given golden opportunities, huge platforms to voice their dis uh, you know how they feel, how America does them wrong, or whatever country you're in, if as long as it's allowed and they don't hang you or cut your fingers off. No, I think it's just a great opportunity. If he doesn't have to rent out Madison Square Garden to give a speech, all he's got to do is kneel down for 45 seconds, and he's got the same amount of pull as somebody who would have done something on a larger scale. He has the people in the stadium that are watching it. He's got the millions of viewers that are watching it. And then after the game, all the news reports that are going to record it and play it back and talk about it. So that he... he accomplish the goal that he was looking for but in the world that we live right now there's there are many ways to get your message across one is what we're doing right now right on on this little podcast thing but i'm not i'm not on my lawn service talking about who i feel is good for politics or, or who's a better republican or democrat or whatever I'm not doing that. So the workplace is the wrong place to protest. It's the absolute wrong place. Because it because the message is okay, so you work for a company, a corporation. I think that's what people forget. Okay, so you know what? Sport and sports is a bad example of it because the the players actually make more than the people who are like coaching them and leading them and guiding them. Except the owner. The owner makes them all the right. money. But everybody else involved in the operations of this thing to get them to win a championship, to bring people in and make and, and make people leave or whatever, they don't make that much as the player. So you know what? You're right. If I was a player and I made $11 million or $26.2 million a year to swing a bat and hit a ball and get a whole bunch of RBIs and home runs, I would feel empowered. But at the same time, they got to remember they work for someone. They work for somebody. They're not their own individual. They're always their own individual. They're not their own individual. Just because you work for somebody doesn't make you a slave to whoever you work for. You're always going to have individualism. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the example that you told me about yesterday. We're not going to call any names, but there was a rapper that y'all saw, you and another person, and you said, oh, snap, there goes boom, 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 boom. And that person told you, stop. You know who this person right. is. So all he is to us, because we're trying to make money off of him, is a what? A hoe. Okay. You work, he works for somebody. Right. He works for someone. So now what? He can say whatever he wants to say. I'll put it to you like this. If I was the owner of the New York Knicks, I would tell my players, look, y'all can put on whatever y'all want to put out on social media. You can say whatever you want to say in your Instagram page, your Facebook page, the da 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 this and that, and da 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 da. 
when it comes to playing in Madison Square Garden, this is the uniform. This is what you're supposed to wear, and this is how you're gonna wear it. Period. If you if you wanna if you wanna protest, if you wanna lead a protest somewhere down in Times Square, have at it. But when you're in the garden, you a New York Nick. Got it? End of story. But today's kids in society, they don't th- they don't feel like that. Everybody feels empowered. Right. So they're like, I don't care if you pay me $22 million a year. I don't care about your code of conduct because one day I'm going to come in here and something's going to hit me and I'm, I'm going to want to let the world know how I feel on your stage. But would you really care if I was going to offer you a contract for $26.2 million? And here's a stipulation in the contract. Um... Uh, outside of Madison Square Garden, if you want to be a part of protests and do whatever, da 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 da, fine, have at it. But once you're on the garden and you're playing on Garden Time or Nick Time, you're a New York Nick, and these are the things that the Knicks do not support. Okay, so for, if, if you if you don't want the whales killed in Alaska, that's what you do on your time, not on Nick Time. Got it? Yeah, that, that, and that's how business and corporations are, are run. Right. And, and a lot of people like me, just, I'm like, you know what? It's, um, it almost takes away, like when I'm at work, I become a robot. And nobody wants to be a robot. Well, some people are, are bred to be robots and follow orders. And some people are, are individuals. They just want to be themselves all of the time, no matter what the code of conduct is. And me personally, if somebody would have said, I have to sacrifice the things that I believe in for some money, I'm not signing on the dotted line. My morals are different. I'm like, right. So don't sign. I'm not going to sign. And I and that's cool. Don't sign. But if you do sign, if you do sign with those stipulations, you need to you need to adhere to them. Exactly. The Just way. like baseball players, they got things in their contract. Hey, you can't ski. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't play, play basketball. basketball. You can't do this. You right. Can't do that, and they take that, and they don't do those things. Right. And now they're locked in because that's the money that they feel is going to make right. themselves happy and do well for themselves and for their families. So it's so is it all about money? I mean, or is it about you having money and then being empowered to? try to make a statement because you have this platform I, 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 that's it right there because when you don't have anything it's like you, you're grasping for anything anything to give you some stability in life to substantiate the things that you believe in when you have money those things start to come to you people start to you know gravitate to you first thing they gravitated to is the money because that's what everybody's hell-bent over nowadays and then after that they'll start to receive your message it's almost like church my biggest thing is, why am I paying tithes for the guy to give me um, the word of God? I could get the word of God myself, but, you know, that's the way the churches are set up. Churches should be banks. They got all the money. Everybody throws money into them. Why can they throw some money back into the community? Yes, this, this, and according, I mean, that's another topic for another day, another but day. according to the Bible, the Bible says, bring me to my house so I'll have meat in my house. You're supposed to Ties and offerings is a, is a, is a touchy subject. Um, but like I said on one of my posts yesterday, if you see opportunities to be generous, if, if, if you think there's more than enough, you see a whole bunch of opportunities to be generous. Right. And and if you want to give, you give. If you don't if you don't give, you don't have to give. And you should never be beating over your head to give. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If, if, and there are churches that, are, that do that. They'd be like, yeah, we're looking at our records and we see you ain't paid your tithes in the last couple of months. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's you gotta, wrong. You got a red light. Now you got a red light. That's wrong. They shouldn't be doing that stuff. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a break and we're going to come right back. <laughs> 